you loving? Let me smell your butt. Pumpkin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Me, 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 me. La, 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 la. Unique, unique, unique New York. Unique, unique New York. We got a. The quick brown fox. We got to over the fence. Got to get our vocal cords ready for this episode. We're here. We're here. Um, hey, but before we dive into it, Andy, would you rather... Please, lay it on me, brother. Would you rather get paper cuts every day for the rest of your life or mm. smoke crack once with Corey Feldman? Oh, smoke crack once. Easily. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Where are the paper cuts? I mean... Well, like, sometimes it would hurt right here, Like, between you know? your fingers? Or, like, anywhere. Like right under your nose? You're tanked. That'd be a terrible place. I would definitely be hitting a glass pipe with old Corey. 100%. Paper yeah. cuts every day for the rest of your life? Or, yeah, because the paper cuts, they, t- like, last day to day, you know? So you're talking, like, every a week. Every day! You're talking, like, a week before but the first one starts friends, to heal. Our friends at Extreme Horror uh, Replay, mm-hmm. Podcast Replay. Yeah. Uh, Extreme NPR. Uh, <laughs> yeah. they, I brought that question up to him. Yeah. And his wife was all like, I'd take the paper cuts. Oh. And then, you know, it yeah. was like who I agree with. I was like, you know, we got to really talk about this smoking crack thing. But yeah. could you get addicted? Like, I heard crack is really After good. After once, though? I think crack, I heard it's really good. I suppose, but one time, is that going to get you addicted? Next, i got to have it again. Next week on Crack it's You. Not like Pringles, you know. <laughs> Eat one and you just can't stop. I, but I think that's what the problem is. You just like you just want to make turn crack into Pringles. Yeah. Hey, and also I worked on that Nancy Pelosi project. Totally worked. Good. That's yep. good. Thank Quickly. you. Quickly. Yeah, that's an inside joke. It'll be on our Patreon. <laughs> uh, we'll discuss that more. I worked on that. <laughs> I worked on that, but I did work on the Nancy Pelosi project. Excellent. And, uh, How long did it take you? Two minutes. Oh Jesus. Okay. And, but I did have a few. Like images. candles and yeah. Oh, nice. Had a few had a few images posted nice. for this Nancy Pelosi project. What yeah. are the CIA is listening right now? And like, every time we say it, there's... yeah, they're like they're sending like fucking SWAT over here because we're talking about the Nancy Pelosi project. So I think we're like insurrectionists. There are bigger things they should be worrying about. I think. Well played, Mr. <laughs> yeah. Deimos. Bigger things. That's why you are a professor, and I'm just a lowly associate no. professor. We're hey. both with tenure. Are you? Are your vocal cords ready? <laughs> yes. Sing. I want to sing. We have to sing everything we do on this podcast today. <laughs> We're going to lose a lot of listeners. We won't lose listeners. They love to hear us sing gaily. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to talk about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so <laughs> Today's really, movie. We are slash you. We are slash you. Uh, I'm... Uh, uh, What's sitting, your name again? I'm sitting next to you. Uh, yeah. My name is Nick. I'm Andy. And we are a podcast that likes to discuss everything campy, horror, slashy, just good old movie fun. Have and we, we got a campy one this week? Oh, my God. <laughs> this one, uh, it's, it's going to be fun to talk about. Yep. Uh, we got some you know, big stars in it. Uh, Mini Driver, Meatloaf. Yeah, no kidding. Isn't we, weird? we are um, on Instagram, slash you underscore podcast. You can find us on the World Wide Web at slash you podcast.com. And, of course, if you want to email us, slash you podcast at gmail.com. Only fans, you can find us at Nick's Areolas. Is and that what it is, Nick's Areolas? I change it every week. Oh, you check out the Facebook page. <laughs> 
I, I posted a Facebook page, just a couple of random statuses every now and then, just like, well, hey, update, we recorded, or hey, new episode we, coming. Stuff we like did that. take a week off. Happy anniversary, by the way. Thank you. Two years of wedded bliss with my lovely wife, Cheryl. She's my world. And that is rad. That's why I took a week off. We'll probably have to be taking a week off soon because Nick yeah. is traveling to the coast nice. of North Carolina. Maybe that'll be the end of season six, and then we'll start season seven. I don't know. But we'll talk. We don't really talk about that. What we really need to do is really get into the uh, the mix about this movie. I, I, it is a, a first for Slash You. Yes. We've seen soft porn. We've seen dramatic <laughs> kills. We've seen a lot of shit. So to we've say seen that borderline hard porn too. Yeah. This yeah. is this was this is a very a first. So from yeah. uh, 2014, one hour twenty nine minutes. Stage fright. Stage fright. Stage uh, fright. Two Direct. words. There's like yeah. we saw one from 1980. Remember that? And that owl? was one word. Yeah, I think stage fright. There was one from 1980, and there's one from like 1954. Yeah, and this not was a, uh, not a unique name. Stage fright. 2014. Directed by direct. Written and directed by Jerome Sable. Andy, this movie is like if a kid in high school. Uh, back in the day, made a movie to impress the goth girl he's gonna uh, see at the high school reunion. Yeah. So he's like, you know, he's into theater and musicals and dancing along the sides of people. That's... But the goth girl that he was in love with back in the day is like, I love fucking metal and I fucking love death. This is a musical. That is, is a musical. I love it. It's a first for Slash U. It is. I mean, dudes and dudettes uh, and friends of all ages, this is straight up a musical. Uh, a little perfect for Pride Month as well as yes. we continue June here. I mean, seriously, it's like a Phantom of the Opera yeah. fucking, you know, said Jason Voorhees. They casted Jason Voorhees <laughs> for Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, and I I don't know why, but I had a lot of fun with it. As someone who, I've always found musicals to be strange. Like, why would you just burst out randomly in a song? I don't know, but yeah. we're going to talk about it today. And and in whenever I watch a movie... Or even a play, like a stage play, you are supposed to be sucked into the world, and and a, a certain amount of this is real, you know. Especially movies, you suspend, suspend your disbelief and sort of believe what you're seeing on screen is somewhat real. And for someone to just burst in a song and have a choreographed dance, that it always took me out of it. I was always like, this makes no fucking sense. Why would they do this? But. I don't know. It, but let's look at popularity of the musical. Yeah. High school musical, boom. Yeah, big time. Big. I mean, they made three Very of those popular. fuckers. And then yeah. from Justin to Kelly, our first yeah. winners from American TV Idol. series, too. And I, then um, South Glee? Park. South Park. Glee. Oh, yeah. South Park movie. It was a musical. That was, but, was goddamn brilliant because it won an Academy Award for Blame Canada. For Blame Canada. Yeah, it was... <laughs> Those guys are creative geniuses. I think the writing on face, is, Uncle Fucker. Yeah, yeah, and then also, you know, with their uh, Mormon, you know, uh, play oh, the hits. Yeah, uh, the Book of Mormon, right? And you know, so the the life of the musical is alive and well. I, agree. I, I have never been into it. I have, I, but I love being taken to a land of magic. I do too, I guess. And as I get older, I can appreciate the like Hamilton was good. I you saw know? the one about the Wizard of, of Oz, the dark, what was it called? The, the Wicked? Wicked, yeah. Yeah, also good. I, I mean, saw, that, I would, they took me to a land of magic. It's great. And when you factor in with the talent and the, the choreography for dancing and, uh, and shit while you're singing, like, that takes a lot of talent. So I can appreciate it. Why but, don't we, oh shit, dude, I just got a fucking great idea. Please. I really think this could work and we could really push it on OnlyFans if we do some nude shit. <laughs> Why don't we do Slash You the Musical? Okay. 
That would be rad, wouldn't it? Like, seriously, dude, <laughs> think about it. Sing? No, we... we're just like, like what we do, like, I'm going to text Andy to see what he thinks about sleepaway camp. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, Nick. he didn't like it, yeah. no. <laughs> Nick, what is he texting me? <laughs> I don't care about this movie. I think it's stupid. Um, Valentine's Day, I want to get visited by Cupid. And, like, both songs have to they'd be slightly different. <laughs> yeah. You're singing one, I'm singing another. But at the end of the song where it's mashed up where yeah. it like fits you know what i mean totally like, like they do i'm singing my melody you're singing yours and they yeah. overlap and it fits totally. which is what they do in this movie yeah. at one point you slash you i do love you slash you like something yeah. like that we'll get it together i hate this movie i hate this movie uh, uh, <laughs> i like this movie i love this movie <laughs> hey so uh coming to uh youtube in the next yeah. uh two weeks oh right, right slash right. you the musical this is gonna be a fun uh, episode here as we're approaching nine minutes <laughs> Yeah, okay, so why Crushing don't we go, I mean, but one thing I do before we get into the Cliff Kill, uh, this does what I, st I still have a lot of questions as we go on this movie. Me too. The, the musical did start kind of losing me. Like, I didn't really, really care about what they were saying, as, as especially yeah. the second watch. Yeah. I kind of get the gist of it. They don't really need the music to, to let you know what's going on. It's the just, actual songs kind of tapered off, too. Yeah, I, yes. As the I, movie I, went on. I really <clears throat> don't think we'll need to get into, I mean, the, the aspirations of the music is, is great, but yeah. um, I did like the components of heavy metal music. Music, though agreed that's this is gonna be fun that's what we're gonna get into but right yeah, now why don't we go ahead <laughs> and get into andy's cliff kill notes hoats 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 brought to you by tap shoes yeah. if you're walking and want to kick a beat why don't you grab some tap shoes and now 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 andy don't call me squidward bankhead or damos god i'm losing it now <laughs> Cliff kill fucking notes. Oh, Holy shit. Oh, man, he screwed it up. Nerdy. Two weeks. Two yeah, weeks look what that's happens. That's okay. All right. Wouldn't the world be a happier place if everyone wore tap shoes? <laughs> yes. Just well, walking wouldn't it be the annoying, street. though? Yeah, a lot of clicking. Or but would you, you saw rather, somebody, you'd be like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Would you, <laughs> would you rather always have to, when people are walking, always hear tap shoes or smoke crack with Corey Feldman one oh, time? Oh, the crack, 100%. Okay. Yeah, just because it's a one time, one and done. All right. Cliff Kill Notes, a brief summary of the movie, <laughs> so you can follow along in case you didn't watch it. But this one was available on Tubi and other free Tubi. platforms. Had a lot of fun with it. Uh, the ads were pretty short, too. When there was a commercial, it was usually like a minute and a half, and it was back to the show. So... Uh, Kylie Swanson is an up-and-coming stage performer about to make her big break. Unfortunately, she gets killed, leaving her twin children, Buddy and Camilla, in the custody of Roger McCall, a producer friend of their late mother's. And then 10 years later, Buddy and Camilla work as cooks in Roger's performing arts summer camp. <laughs> A little weird, but we'll get to it. This year, the campers are going to put on a revival of Haunting of the Opera, the same show that Kylie performed in before her murder. Camilla wants to follow in her mother's footsteps and audition, even though she's an employee at the camp. But there's a killer on the loose who hates musical theater, and he doesn't want the performers to just break a leg. He wants them all to die. Yes! <laughs> I knew it. That was a, that was a very explicit. I think that was one of your most explicit. It was more of a paragraph, yeah. But, you know... Cliff Kill notes, more like Cliff Kill novels. Hey, hey thank you. No, that that was perfect. That was great. Doesn't um, give away too much. No, because it really is. It's a cold opening. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and I don't. I okay. said this was based on true, true events. events. I know. I just wrote true events suck my balls. I, I wrote true events wrote. question mark. No, it's not. No, yeah. the no. title, uh, the little text comes up. This movie based on two events and the names have been changed. Blah <laughs> blah blah. You remember that's what not they did true. like in those slash movies in the eighties? Yeah. They would be like, yeah, the, the old Driving. band. 
Or we watched drive through, drive in, drive through, and pieces. Pieces was the same way. Said like, the same thing. Yeah. The like names you, have been changed to oh, protect yeah. the innocent. Oh, or like this movie has been been banned like in eighteen countries. Yeah. You know, see it now Just before it's too hype. late. Totally. Just like the fucking warning labels on a, an album. Right. You know, it's like fuck yeah. If they say the word pee pee, I'm yeah. in. You remember uh, Tipper Gore? Oh with my the god. Parental advisory sticker. Yes. Sold so many CDs. <laughs> Because, like, like oh, there's a parental advisory on this? Ice-T made I'm that buying it. Ice-T made that joke, or someone yeah. made that joke, like, I want to thank Tipper for making me a fucking multimillionaire. For putting the, yeah, parental advisory on it. God, I so, can't believe it. It's so crazy. But it is a cold opening. There's no it's way not, this is this true. This is not a true story. <laughs> it's a musical that it starts off with, Andy. It kind of tricks you. You think right away that... It's a real killing. It's a real kill, and it goes yeah. on. But what we're seeing right now is the actual... Musical being performed, the haunting of the opera. You think they like somehow like couldn't get the rights to call it the Phantom of the Opera? No, I don't they think. Just, there's no way they could have called. There's no way they could have called it Phantom of the Opera, but they wanted to make that idea. Yeah, that's just a great way to get around. This is it. a dude in a white mask I that wrote, covers his whole face, not just half his face. That's how it's legally different. Yep. Suck it, yeah, lawyers. Because I did the same thing. Like <laughs> Zombie Shark, I have a movie called Zombie Shark, but I guess I still could call it that because there is a movie out called Zombie Shark. Yeah. So I'm just going to call it Shark of the Dead. Okay. So this but one's called Stage, stage Fright. fright. And there's like and 18 there's other stage frights. A bunch of other stage frights. But I think oh. if you could, you know, I think this is just a way to differentiate themselves. Yeah. But it is the, the, haunting, of the, the haunting of the opera. And Min- it is a musical. Yes. Minnie Driver, uh, who plays uh, Kylie. Yeah. She is the Kim Kardashian of musicals. She is the star. She's she, a big deal. She's a big deal. And uh, the play's over. It's like, you know, just a, it's a love story about a phantom. Hey, it was an amazing performance. Yeah. And so she's um, getting all this fucking just laurels. Yeah. I mean, people Accolades love her. And, yes. Yeah. Her kids come to visit her backstage where she, you know, little Camilla is like, Mommy, I love you. I love you. So yeah. she signs a headshot for her and goes, Mommy will always love you. And she writes on there, All of life's a song to sing, so sing with all your heart. Love, Mommy. Mm. XXX. Yeah. Camilla loves know. it. And Buddy, you know, his uh, her twin brother. Buddy. Buddy. I thought his name was Buddy. Bobby. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. It's Buddy all over my notes. I Bobby. am not changing it. Bro, I'm going to bet you $5,000 it's Buddy. <laughs> Are we really going to bet right now? Yeah, it's Buddy Swanson. And so. It is Buddy! <laughs> Shit, I got to change my notes! <laughs> you dick! It's not your fault. I'm sorry to call you a dick. That's okay. I am quite the dick sometimes. So, uh,. Here's my point. The, the kids <laughs> okay, are there. Uh, Camilla idolizes her mother. Yep. Buddy is kind of, I don't know, just off to the side. And we meet Roger McCall. Yeah, this is the, played Loaf. by Meatloaf. Meatloaf plays Roger McCall. He's the producer of the show. R.I.P., baby. Meatloaf is a fucking legend. Yes. And, uh, he, yeah, he's no longer with Paradise us. Paradise by the dashboard light um, and others. Something, objects in the mirror may seem closer than that. Yeah. He could make a fucking song poetic about something that you read on a fucking mirror in a car. The dude, objects in the mirror may be closer yeah. than they appear. The but dude is the definition of, like, rock opera. Did you see, oh, in Rocky Horror Picture Show, he was the shit. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. I remember when I was a kid, my uncle, who is a DJ at a radio station up north, had um, albums on his wall, his decoration, and a couple of them were Bad Out of Hell and, you know, Meatloaf, the records. And I was like, what is this stuff? And I discovered it as I got older, but yeah. He loves amazing. I know with two prominent actors, and as we continue with Minnie Driver and as we continue on with this episode. Right. I, I mean, they get a name like me. this name. I mean, yeah. I had never heard of Stage Fright. I know there's horror nerds out there. It's 2014, so yeah. it's like nine years ago. It's but not still, even that. 
Yeah. Still. Never brother. heard of this movie. I mean, you would think with someone like Meatloaf and Mini I mean, Mini uh, Driver, yeah. But <laughs> again, <laughs> I got to quit saying again. It's okay. I say it all the fucking time. Like, if there would be a drinking game, I'll slash you say anytime Nick says again, you yeah. got to fucking drink, you'd That's be all right. wasted we by the. We both have our little habits and so, things. <laughs> <laughs> Meatloaf is uh, dating. The producer is dating Kylie. Minnie, Minnie and Meatloaf are together. That's true. Yes. So, you know, he's proud of her. He's making reservations for dinner. He he runs off. He says there was someone in the audience who loved the performance. Uh, Lawrence something. something. He's here and he, he saw you and he loved it, which I, I took to mean that this is a, a big name person in the audience and it's going to mean big things for her. Kylie. Oh yes, yeah. she she's going like to continue to grow. Or a critic or a, or a producer or something, and it, he it's is gonna, a producer. So her career it's... is going to take off because this guy was in the audience and he loved it. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's good news for <clears throat> her. She Meatloaf loves her. Meatloaf is in love with Kylie. Yeah. The crowds love her, but so does someone else. Andy. Bum bum bum. <laughs> the Phantom comes up behind her and starts rubbing on her boobies. Yeah, that's right. The kids leave with Roger. Yeah, yeah. Little Camilla's out on stage. She's imagining that she's, she's a singer. So it's it's and yeah, the Phantom. Mini Driver and Phantom. I mean, it was he really in real life. You know, that would be me if I was the actor of Phantom. I'd be like, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd mess up the booby grab. So I'd be like, take eighty six. I get to grab booby again for oh, the eighty six right. time. You get to like keep doing it. You said that in uh, two weeks ago when you had if you had to like make yeah. out with somebody, you'd be like, I'd keep screwing it up. So I had to keep making out with her or keep seeing her boobies and grabbing them. I'm a mature man. Yeah, That's but all right. um, it is not. It is not uh, a lover, Andy. She thinks it is. She's like, we can't do it here. He's gonna, he's he's gonna find us, and he'll be really upset. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not a, who she thinks it is. Uh, no, she dies. Yeah, brutally. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. He takes a knife, Andy, and just guts her all over the neck. Uh, and the final kill is a gut in the mouth. Ah, right yeah, which we've seen before. Yeah, great kills in the mouth. Is that um, your diction? That's my no. That's oh, my honorable. Okay. okay, I took this to mean, and I'm, you know, this is based on all my history of watching true crime. I think that I, when he's stabbing her in the throat over and over again, and then in the mouth, I'm like, he doesn't like her singing voice very much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could he's be yeah, angry. like true he's crime, to, like yeah. yeah. There was he's like a taking out his anger on her voice, but uh, she, she did. She's dead. Mini Driver in a movie for five minutes. Isn't that wild? What yeah. a big name actress! I, mean, I feel like they could have gotten anyone to play. Yeah. Like, why Mini Driver? Fairly big name star, and she's in there for hardly probably five because minutes. maybe she was kissing a producer of Stage Fright. Like it maybe she be. was like the yeah. producer was like, "Hey, Mini, I know we're only dating a little bit, yeah. but why don't you come and play like this actress?" She had a like he's uh, a real seedy guy. She had a car payment due. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like. Give me five grand and I'll do this movie for five minutes. <laughs> she had to hire a DJ for her daughter's wedding. <laughs> so uh, it's ten years later, oh, and this is yeah. what I want to bring up too. Camilla and Buddy are older. Ten years later, you know that that typical trope. They wake up, and as Andy said earlier, and I kind of want to bring this up. They're working as fucking cooks yeah. at a camp. I would assume that they were ten years old. I'm assuming now that they're about twenty. You're right. That's I would agree and with you. So this is where we have the title card too. As yeah, Camilla snaps right. awake. Stage right. Yeah, she wakes up because I guess yeah. she's you know dreaming about when her mother died. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is they're 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 again they're they're chef cooks at yeah. a theater camp that is run by uh, Meatloaf um, <laughs> Roger 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 McCall. Uh, Camilla looks out the window to watch a school bus pulling up, and this the camper is arriving uh, for a fresh year at, at this camp. I caught a mistake here. What? 
You know, because that's when you hear the, the kids are on the school bus. The little tone. Mm-hmm. Tone harp. We're here. We're here. We're finally here. We get to be ourselves for at least once a year. Yeah. Yes. What's the mistake? I, I fucked up. I don't, oh. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I discovered it was a musical. Yeah. I mean, they These go. These kids start singing on the bus. They, yeah. They, I love that one line where the campers get back together. So they're singing like you do in a musical. And it's like, you know, during the school year, it got really bad. Yeah. And then one of the kids came up. On. I was picked on and made fun of. It really made me sad. Sorry about those kids. What kids? It, it was, was my, my dad. dad. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. But this is why I said earlier, this is uh, very appropriate for Pride Month because you have kids of all, you know, affiliations and they're all, they get to cut loose here at at camp and be themselves. A couple of them are gay. Some of them insist that they're straight, but they're not. Uh, It's pretty neat, I think. I like that too. This movie really didn't seem to have a time code on it, meaning you couldn't say it was made in 2017 or 2014 or it could be 1984. It could have been 97. Yeah. I mean, because you don't see cell phones. Nope. You don't, I mean, you still see landlines. You don't really see any techni- you know, technical yeah. innovations that you would see. Like maybe, a, you know, they have the walkie-talkies, you know, that they use for. Oh, the, yeah, the backstage mics. Yes. That also could be from the 60s. Exactly. You know? So what I'm getting at is I really <clears throat> did like that setup because this director also made a lot of nods towards. Uh, other movies. Other movies that we'll get to. I mean, That's first a, off, the camp is really set up like it's a, like a, a Camp Crystal Lake. Friday the 13th. Yeah, so. This is a really good call, man. I didn't think about the, the timelessness part of it. This, yeah, I noticed yeah, that. I'm glad you noticed that because now that I think about it, you were absolutely right. This could have been 88. This could have been 2002. We don't yeah. know. They, they they do, you know, not only do they have nods to slash movies, they have the old tropes like here's the creepy groundskeeper. Yeah. You know, no teeth. Like, yeah. Pushing a broom or lawn more looking creepy as fuck yeah, and so yeah. you're like oh is he the killer and yeah that one innocent little kid with a lift I got, that's where I'm I got f- lost f- 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 uh, I'm he's trying to sing it is like talking about yeah, yeah and that's when I started getting kind of pissed well <laughs> these kids sing for five ten minutes kind of introducing uh, the characters you got like Liz and Artie and Sam Artie's we don't meet Artie so later we really really meet the leaders of the camp I really think these are kind of like the counselors who are very much in the theater we meet Liz mm-hmm. who uh, is our theatric voice female she's always the lead always female. the lead yeah. Sam who is also a lead very prominent great looking hair Sam insists that he's straight yeah because that's when they he, start singing we, <laughs> it was funny because it's Liz, Sam and David David's yeah. the back the stage, the manager. stage manager Yeah, Sam is um, one of the main actors and Liz is the female that always gets it was, the lyrics were hilarious. I don't remember the song. Exactly. I'm gay, yeah. I'm gay, but, but not, not in, in that way. way. He's, I just he make happy. theater. Yeah, yeah. And then and then David jumps up and he's like, Yeah, I'm actually gay. Yeah, he goes, I'm gay. I'm actually gay. <laughs> yeah. I don't get hard when I see TNA. Yeah. And then they all are singing like, We're gay, we're gay. Yeah. In all every single way. <laughs> They're just stoked on theater, man. Like, Let's get to the theater. point. Yeah. They, yeah, they just love fucking musical yeah. theater. It was pretty cool. So there's a group of kids coming together, normally are outcasts, but they get to act like themselves here because everyone accepts them for who they are which is the way it should be in the world i agree with you brother (laughs) and that's where we kind of start seeing what's happening in the back of the uh kitchen Mm -hmm. we're getting the idea that as camilla's working she's kind of singing along her voice is low but you get the idea andy that she's a great singer Mm -hmm. and a little foreshadowing there is a photo of her mom the one that she signed the Mm -hmm. one that you read uh eloquently Mm -hmm. so that's in her locker of her mom the one that she signed again and uh she you can tell that camilla has a love for theater yeah but but not so much buddy 
no, Buddy's kind of like, I can't wait till we can get out of here and start our own restaurant, move back to New York. He thinks they're all freaks. He's like, these kids are freaks. Freaks all show up every year. Uh, enter Roger. I know. I don't get it. Like, why, how does he, I guess they lost their dad, but how would he get custody? He do they have grandparents? Yeah. Do they have anything? Like, I know this is like, Nick, shut up. Yeah, it is kind of like that. <laughs> what? I don't know. It does it's just suspend your disbelief. Who cares? I, I, but you got to think Maybe about it. Maybe at some point, Kylie signed some paperwork that made Roger their legal guardian. Take care of my kids. Yeah. I'll make sure that they're chefs at my fucking camp. Yeah. Well, he started the camp after she died. You know, mm-hmm. which he sings about in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I go, yeah. So Roger does enter the uh, kitchen. Yeah. And uh, Camilla's very interested about what the show they're doing the this show year. The show this year is going to be great because there's going to be Broadway scouts that are there to watch it. And he doesn't tell them what the show is, but he says that their mother will be proud. They start getting the idea. I think they're both kind of like, yeah, they're hmm. not idiots. Roger comes out into the cafeteria where all the other kids are sitting and he starts singing about, he has a song. This is Meatloaf, by the way, a reminder, singing about how he started the camp 10 years ago as a training ground for musical theater. It's a catchy tune. I don't remember the, <laughs> but he announces that this year's director of the show is Artie Getz. What a and, f- and we introduce Artie. He's a schmo. A Harvey Weinstein. Yes. Great call. <laughs> a Harvey Weinstein with a fedora. Yeah. And we're going to get to all that too. Yeah. Artie gets up to announce what the show is and he takes a white paper plate and he punches a couple of eye holes in the white paper plate to make a mask. That's it. As Camilla looks on and a smile fades from her face. Yeah. She's as like, she realizes really? what the show is they're doing haunting of the opera they're doing a haunting of the opera uh let's because let's be honest andy while, while they're doing this this was roger's nut this yeah. is the movie or this is the musical that roger produced with camilla's mom kylie and you know starting to get some recognition starting to get some play starting to get some action in the broadway scene so his goal andy is to get back get to back. new york this yeah. is the musical that's going to get him back to new york to, uh, back to, to to new york that said, even though Camilla's kind of maybe t- cut off a little bit, she's or turned off a little bit, she's turned out enough that she wants to audition. She does mention to Buddy, uh, maybe I can audition. Artie explains, uh, Artie Gats explains to all the kids that their production is going, to, he's going to do a twist on it. Yep. It's going to take place in feudal Japan. Yep. And the, the, the ghosts, uh, phantom, the haunting of the opera is going to wear a, um, a bukkake mask. Yes. No. Not a Bukaki mask. Uh, you ruined the best joke. That was the best joke later. God, that was fucking a great joke. That doesn't come till later. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> just like Bukaki. Uh, <laughs> no, but he. But I mean, everyone's kind of pissed because he's taking. He, he's taking the. Uh, mm. He's taking the lead role. Yeah. So of that course. means Sam, who is like usually the lead, he's gonna have to play the Phantom. Yes. And now, but there's also a female that's going to have to... Play Sophia. Sophia. There you go. Yeah. And that is... Liz assumes that's going to be her. And Liz assumes that because she's like, well, if Artie's going to lead, he's going to cast me so he can make out with me. Because that's what happens in that play. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, hey, it's happened before. So she's kind of like, I'll let him see my boobs if I get to be... Exactly. She knows how to do this. And then... She knows what Artie likes. The killer is back, though, Andy, down in the basement. Photos of the the victims, or hopeful victims, that I would say. Like, uh, it's the theater kids. Yeah. All the campers. He's got the voice of Dave Mustaine. Do you remember uh, Megadeth? Hey, little boy. So it's like if Dave Mustaine was a heavy smoker, like, I'm going to kill you all. Like, kind of like... <laughs> Not quite like that. But. Oh, I thought more of like an Axl Rose. That's when he sings, but when he's talking, he kind of talks like he's got a heavy yeah. smoke. Like, you know, those don't smoke commercials. Right. If I can warn you not yeah, to smoke. I don't want to smoke. 
and he yells at the pictures of all the yeah. campers and says, "Shut your fucking face!" Yeah. to all of them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That was good. That was good. Shut your fucking face, but with a little smokier tit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so um I I'm guess... sorry I ruined the bukkake thing. I feel really bad. We'll get there. Yeah. All right. Um, Kabuki. Mask. I wrote it there too until yeah. I went way back down until when yeah. the sand and then the, the line, it's a setup, it's perfect. It was on one my of my second watch, I fast forwarded through much of this. Yeah, I I, I mean I kinda did happen. too. Um yeah. what we're gonna get to now is that okay, it's auditioning day, Camilla yes. goes to sign up. There's a cute guy who Andy, I guess he's the jack of trades of all trades in the theater. I don't know what Joel Joel. Who who's who's yeah, you know he's kind of like a good looking kid that's kind of a right. nerd, but he's coordinating the auditions. He's not like stage manager that's david but you're right joel is kind of like an admin guy just signing the paperwork for them to audition that's it camilla there's a long long line of people or campers uh in line to audition and camilla i think they're trying out for the the course or yeah. the choir not the choir but the course they're trying out for like uh uh i don't really think you have to try out to be like stage hands or or you know what do you call it like when you work on the shit the carpenters yeah like the back Backstage people, the stagecraft the backstage people. people. That's another the backstage good... people. That's a good band. Yeah. We are the backstage people. And we... <laughs> Hello, we are the backstage people, and we're here to worship Christ with you in this uh, church of Latter Day Saints. So this one you might know a one and a two. Jesus is Lord. That's um, actually a fantastic band name. Backstage people, I like it. Okay, yeah, well, that's gonna be we a good one. We put that on uh, the opening in Summerfest. Yeah, so Joel is flirting. He's again. He's kind of like the ducky from that damn movie with there Molly Ringo. Yeah, Sweet Sixteen, Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink, Pretty in Pink. <laughs> and uh, but he's kind of a nerd. But she, she, he knows that she's not a, a can't. She's not supposed to be auditioning. She's not supposed to be auditioning. But he kind of like lets her go through anyway. Mm-hmm. And Liz walks out. Mm-hmm. And as Liz walks out, thinking that she's secured the spot of Sophie, she sees Camilla walking in. Mm-hmm. We got one more audition. Yep. And Liz runs off to tattle. Runs off to tattle to Roger. <laughs> and because Camilla, Andy, Camilla fucking kills it. She nails the audition. I am Camilla and I sing so well. Yep. She's like a million times better than that. Fuck and, off. Uh, <laughs> You're you're amazing, but but Camilla's got the voice of an angel. Let me try it one more time. Oh, that's a lot better. There you go. Thanks. She very, she impresses Artie and uh, stage manager David very much, but Roger comes in because Liz tattled, and Artie ends up saying like, "Listen, I thought I was going to have free creative yeah, control fun, here. Huh? I really like her, and I think she could do well." And Roger finally says, "You know what? Fine." But well, treat her like every other camper. Yeah, Camilla does say, "And don't don't you think it would make mom proud?" Yeah, and that grabbed him. He was like, yeah, "Well, you know," because if you think about marketing, mm-hmm. holy shit, we're remaking Phantom of the Opera with a daughter, which they mentioned with the a daughter. daughter of the fucking chick that was murdered. And everyone kind of agrees on the Broadway scene that if Kylie hadn't gotten murdered, this sh- the show might have been amazing, like like Cats, amazing or whatever. Exactly. So, do you think Rod, this was Roger's plan all along mm. that Camilla would would want to go for it? I don't know if he knew that Camilla could sing until. Like so he what kinda, was his plan? He was just gonna put Liz up there. Yeah, Liz isn't that bad, dude. No, she's really good. But like, but when Camilla said, "No, I think I want to do it and make mom proud, and I can fucking sing," he's like, "Fine," but she's get treated like every other camper. No breaks. Well, I mean, he had to say that in front of everyone. Ah, that's true. So Liz, but, Liz, visibly unhappy at this, <laughs> storms yeah. off with a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> she she's not you know she's not stoked. But just to make it quick. uh... 
Yeah. Uh, the, the director decides to cast two Sophias. She he casts her and Liz. So right there, Andy, it's a battle of the babes. It's a battle right. of the singers. It's it's who's gonna get opening day. The reason Artie did that was one of them can do opening night, and the other one does the other night, non opening night. Opening night's the biggest. You know, show. Yes. That's the that's the one where I didn't it know makes that debut, and then why would she keep doing it? Subsequent shows where the other one's going to perform. You know what I think it is. Artie wants to bang both of them. Oh, of course. Yeah, because Artie's the director, and that's and what he wants fucking, to do. Yeah, he's a Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will say this though. Oh, I'm curious about that. We'll talk about that on yeah, our uh, Patron. Fine. Uh, also, uh, Camilla's brother, Buddy, not happy that he's going to have to cover her shift cooking the food while she's at rehearsals. Yeah, and the geeks, so. the theater geeks talk among themselves about Camilla's mom. There's rumors about that she was the great white lay, and that's why she yeah. got her part. She banged her way around Broadway. Banged her way. And then yeah. um, as Camilla makes her way back to the kitchen, she notices that her photo of Minnie Driver, her mom, hmm. has a big red X through it, and it's torn. Like It's kind of like maybe a warning or kind of like a, a back off. So the, put red paint on yeah, it. The, ruined the, it. Ruined it. It's the like, poor girl's photo that she's had of her mom since, since she was a she was kid. 10. And had it for 10 years. Yeah. It's like one of her best memories of her mother and some fuck knob painted a red X over it. Fuck knob. Good word. <laughs> As the, the, we cut to our heavy metal killer who is still lurking in his basement. With his guitar. Yeah, right? he plays metal on his guitar. It's a badass yeah. guitar. He's got cool like saw blades looking things that I guess he made out of like tin can tin, lids. Yeah, but they tur- he turned them in like to what would be, I would say. Look like a saw blade. Saw yeah. blades. Yeah. That's pretty neat because those things are already pretty fucking yeah. sharp. <laughs> so he makes it sharper and he's like, you people make me sick. people make me sick. Let me see the devil horns. Yeah. Um, back at Roger. the devil's son. From Halloween. Back O'Lantern. Jack O'Lantern. Live at the X-Ray Arcade. Two years ago, yeah. God, and, that was two years ago. And Roger's, wow, in Roger's yeah. office, he's trying to get in touch with uh, a gentleman named Victor Brady. He's a prominent Broadway player. Uh, he's got he's got the nuts in, uh, in New York. So he's really trying to get uh, Victor there, not only for his actors and, you know, maybe Artie, but really for himself. Yeah. Roger wants to get back to New York because his camp is going into the shitter. He's got all kinds of overdue bills. He's opening up final notice uh, notices, bills on the mortgage probably, and things like that. And this camp's not financially sound. And if he could just get his play to be recognized by Victor Brady, it could be his way back into the, exactly. everyone's good graces in, in Broadway. Because I almost Andy, said Hollywood, Broadway. Yeah, Broadway. Yeah. Andy, I think this is his, his curtain call. Like, I think this is his last yeah. hurrah, because if he doesn't do it, he's toast. This is his half-court shot. So rehearsals <laughs> are beginning on stage, and David Martin, again, who's our stage manager, who was the one that's like, I'm gay, I'm gay, I don't get hard for TNA. Like, he's he's great. <laughs> he's only the backstage manager. He mm-hmm. runs the backstage uh, very well. He doesn't like getting on you know, doesn't like being on the stage because of stage fright. Drink. Foreshadowing. Oh, well, yeah, I drink. said the name of the movie. Oh, yeah, drink. Yeah. <laughs> so they introduce Artie, and he comes out to talk about his, uh, you know... Uh, vision. Vision of this. Great call. Vision yeah. of this He's uh, a pompous musical. <laughs> totally. And he's like, can anyone tell me the tradition of when Japanese uh, covers their entire face in all white? Oh, and someone went... <laughs> and Sam went, Bukaki. Bukaki. Yeah, cover right. your face in all white. I understand. I was that like, was the joke. Yeah, 
They're like, no, it's called Kabuki. Yeah, little girl at the back has it here. Like, there's a 13-year-old girl who goes, yeah. you mean Kabuki? You mean Kabuki? There you go. I just, <laughs> Sam's like such a schmarmy guy. He's like in the back. And we're going to tell you this right now, Slash You students, 35 minutes into this podcast. That's the most creative writing in this entire script. Best joke. Well, good joke, so. but what about the... Great. This, I, I really didn't listen to watch the lyrics, though. Oh, well, yeah, I don't want to talk about song lyrics, but remember we commented on... Um, I really thought, because everybody's like, what do you mean, students? It was my dad. I fucking thought that was... That's I pretty mean, funny. It was funny. We talked about uh, uh, someone's script a couple weeks ago, uh, from Countryside. Remember? Good call, bad call on the script. So this one had much better writing, and yeah, that's a funny joke. <laughs> it Japanese is tradition because <laughs> yeah, again, he's serious. He doesn't make a joke. He's Bukaki. like Bukaki. What is the Japanese tradition where your face is covered in all white? If you're not familiar with that, uh, Google it, but not at work. All right, NSF uh, GOP. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they introduce the face, yes. and as they introduce the face, it's no real big deal. He's just kind of showing everyone what the face of the Bukaki. The, the mask that yeah. the phantom wears. Yeah. Did you notice that Liz has red markings, like paint on her hands? Camilla, yeah, looks, and as Liz is clapping, she notices red smears, red paint. So Liz painted the X on the photo. Did she? I don't know. I don't know. They never really come that they up. They never actually. They never really bring that to come. I mean, bring that to fruition. <laughs> Is that right? Never fruition comes to fruition. Never comes to. Fr never comes on fruit. Yep. Um. I don't know. I can believe it that Liz did I it. I can too. You're but right. But at the same time, it might have been our killer. And no, Liz is that's not a, the killer. That's a good call. But uh, no, I think um, I'm just gonna say it was Liz because she doesn't. Like she has it. it out for Camilla. Um. So. This is when after the auditions, Artie takes Camilla to the back uh, to the casting couch and his uh, dressing room. I yeah, guess. it's his room, yeah. and he he somehow brings out doesn't spill them, but brings out this little theater, this little, little play box stage with a perfectly dirty martinis, martinis in it, and uh, he. I just said he's a regular Harvey Weinstein because yeah, he leans in to try to kiss her. Yeah, and he's like, well, she's like, well, we do kiss because, yeah, he's playing Alfonso, and Alfonso does go Sophia, but he's taking it a step further, Andy. Yeah, let's long rehearse. story short, uh, he's <laughs> she pissed. Him. He's pissed uh, that she doesn't want to do that thing. Because she yeah. leaves. but And then we just go right into a time lapse to opening night. It's 21 days to opening night. And I don't know how you wrote it in your notes, Andy, but um, it's just kind of like as they're preparing. We get some quick edits, like maybe we'll stop on day 16 mm -hmm. and go through something which we'll talk about. But it's, you know, it's three weeks mm -hmm. from right now we're starting. 21 days to opening night, so everyone's getting ready. Yeah. And what's really the big news, Andy, um, as I keep rambling, the big, the big question here is who's going to get opening night? Right. Liz or Camilla. Question. Liz or Camilla. It is just that. It's a montage of rehearsals. Liz and Camilla not getting along. Obviously, Liz and Camilla have it. Liz has it out for Camilla big time. Liz doesn't mind <clears throat> like letting Artie you know, touch different right. places of her body. Liz is okay with it. Yep. Liz has done this in years past. Yep. She's always been the leading lady because she does this sort of thing. <laughs> and Camilla is trying to just get by in her talent, which is the way it should be. It should be. And, and do you remember the... It, Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Sam. Yes. Plays the opera ghost. Yes. You know, uh, and he insists he's attracted to women. Because <laughs> he can't get the scene right. Like, one he's watching, supposed to grab Liz from really behind love on her. and really, like, grab her passionately. Yeah. Grab, you know, he's Artie's grabbing so like, like, what does Artie say? He's like, cut, stop. Amateurs. Do it like you mean it. Yeah. And, and Sam's like, come on, Artie, I'm attracted to women. <laughs> 
<laughs> he like looks, and everyone kind of pauses. Like, yeah, Artie's like, okay, yeah. Sam, that's cool, but you're yeah. not getting it right. You're not doing it right. So Camilla's like, hey, Artie, why don't you try it on me? Show him with me. And Artie grabs Camilla very passionately. It's very sexy. And uh, Liz, um, Sam's like, okay. And Sam tries it. And he like puts his hand over Liz's mouth, but he like doesn't want to touch her mouth. Yeah. He's like, doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Artie's like, let's take a break. And Liz is like, no, I think we could just go again. And Liz is pissed that that Camilla and Artie are getting yep. along. Well, Artie's like, no, let's take a break. And so that was the end of that little spot. But in the I montage. just again, this is when you kind of start going. Uh, yeah. Sam's holding back his true feelings. Exactly. There's more uh, shots of them building the set. Yeah, they're that, making the costumes. There's all that stuff. And we, of course, know the killer is uh, here. And I think what's really still happening as we race, you know, the especially once. Artie got to hold Camilla and show everyone how he wants the Phantom to grab so uh, Sophia. Mm-hmm. She was back in the race. Want to mm-hmm. bring this up too? There's a little boy stagehand that's behind the scene, and he's kind of building everything with a drill, kind mm-hmm. of apron on. And at one point, he holds the drill up over his head and goes, "Ah!" The circular saw. Circular saw. Yeah. Yeah. Leatherman. Oh, dressed just a like Leatherman. Leatherman. Yeah. yeah, you're leather right. Face. Leather Sorry. face. Yeah, Leatherman. It, Leatherman. Sorry. Leatherman. People right now are going, "Those fucking dick bags." These guys are slasher movie experts. <laughs> what the fuck? They call him Leatherman. No, but he holds up his thing like Leatherman like, is like a brand yeah. for like a multi-tool. <laughs> or it's I got me a Leatherman. Or it's yeah. like or it's a kink daddy that really likes to There's wear that. Too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Leather Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Nod to Leather Face. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Leather Dad. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so. Anyway. Um, anyway, we cut we're to getting, Artie. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. Get, we're getting closer to the day, but yeah, we cut to Artie. Artie and uh, Camilla getting a little hot and heavy <laughs> and um, just making out in the in the um, dressing room. She doesn't think they should. She pushes him off kind of like, I don't think I don't think we should do this. So Artie, of course, uh, making eyes at Liz, too. That's kind of all. That's all I wrote anyway. Yeah, Basically she, setting up that it's Liz versus Camilla, and uh, it's going to be Artie's going to decide based on whoever bangs him. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, you know, hey, fucking Roger comes up to Artie. Hey, is this show going to be good? Because yeah. we got some big, and he's like, yeah, it's going to be good. Do you have the players coming? He's like, yeah, I got the players coming. Just make sure this is good. You direct. Mm-hmm. Let me produce. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Um, Camilla really wants this part, so as opening night gets closer, Andy... One day to opening night. She kind of is like, I gotta do what I have to do. So, she invites him, you know, she's like, she goes to his room and starts kissing him and then takes off her top. From yeah. behind, you don't see any bubes. No, but she says, at first, I'm waiting for the right night, I want to have something to celebrate, and Artie's like, I was thinking you don't have what it takes to make make the lead, but now I know for sure you don't. And before he can leave, she's just like, wait, and takes off her top. And they start to get busy on the couch. Yep. But someone's watching. You know, there's always a POV of somebody, like, looking through the looking through the door. I mean, it's probably uh, been a 95% of our movies. Exactly. And Camilla just ends up stopping him because she just doesn't feel that it's right. And Artie, Good for um, her. I agree. Good for her. And Artie's just chuckling to himself. All right, well, I don't know if it's going to be you or Liz. I'm not really sure. And she <laughs> just she puts her clothes back on and calls him disgusting, and she leaves. Yeah, so he's kind of uh, alone. I mean, yeah. from, we get that Fine, sense. Fine, I'll lock up myself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They that line. And so he kind of walks around the playhouse, the auditorium, or... Here's a noise in the stage area. Yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, it's kind of like Cam. Cam, he thinks maybe it's Camilla still hanging mm-hmm. out, but as he makes his way to the stage, 
lights begin to fall on him, like the stage lights from up above come come close to crashing down on his head. These things are heavy. Yeah, and he panics. But as he panics, a vice grip is stabbed through his foot, connecting him to the stage so he can no longer move. That would be he pulls back on his foot like he's trying to get off. He's pulling on the vice grip to, to try to get it out of the stage so he could be free. But the killer approaches and heavy metal uh, <laughs> uh, begins to play. And, he's, and, and the killer starts pushing him. So he's kind of like, I mean, I thought the foot was going to break. Like I was watching this whole scene going, holy fuck, holy fuck. I thought it was a cool shot of the killer uh, when they first showed him. He's got his, his head's facing down. And yeah. His arms come out to his sides with this two, like... Um, Saw blade looking yeah. things. I thought that was a really neat. Yeah, it's it's imagery. a it's a great scene for, for being kind of the, the the kills were creative. I mean, some are fast, but like the first kills was great. And mm-hmm. So this one takes some time. So I'm watching this whole scene, kind of like freaking out. <laughs> and as he's pushing him, you know, it's like, is his foot gonna fall off? Like what the fuck? But then the the, the killer finally sees break a leg, and he fucking kicks the goddamn kicks Artie in the stomach. Yeah. he falls back, and his foot rips off like oh, in the middle. And I'm like, toes, yeah. Yeah, I'm not kink shaming. I'm not really in a feet play, but I mean, if you're like a foot <laughs> fetish person, you would be disgusted by this because I mean, if you love feet, you wouldn't want to see one get hurt. It's a beautiful foot, and now it's wait, damaged. What did you do that no. for? <laughs> I love feet. <laughs> so his foot is ripped up, and he falls to the ground. But he, he actually, Artie's able to grab a light and hit the killer in their head. And you think, oh, Artie's gonna make it because he sees this. It's called a, you know, it's a, it's a box. Box. It's, it's his swords. swords. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go make it to the swords. Nope. Killer grabs him and decides to make him eat a light bulb. Mm. I don't see how you could open your mouth. Hey, let me come over there and try to open your mouth. Keep it close. Keep it as closed as hard as you can. Let me see if I can open it. You want to actually? I don't know if we can no, do no, that. No. It'd be difficult. Yeah, but he opens but his impossible. mouth. He opens his mouth and stuffs him, makes him eat a light bulb. Yeah. Where I'm guessing it, ele- it, it electrocutes him. Yeah. And he dies, and there's a heavy metal scream, <laughs> and that is my dick kill. Dick kill. Dick shot of the week. Shot of the week. Kill of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Uh, what a torturous death. Terrible. I mean, yeah. foot, you know, you're scared. You're Did you foot- notice when he was reaching in the box of swords, the killer closed the box on his hand and it, like, yes. cut off yes. some I'm fingers, sorry, too? Like, yeah, too. Yeah. Kind so of Artie's like, missing toes and fingers. Kind of like in uh, Sweatshop yeah. where our girl, what a, you know, like, she was cutting off her fingers with the... Oh, yeah. I but, still talk about Sweatshop. Sweatshop was a, a, a diamond in the rough. Um, So um, that is a great dick shot kill. Artie is no it. longer with us. So Andy is the next day. Everyone is freaking out because Artie is dead. And Roger's trying to calm... The, the group of students, the, the campers, it was an accident. Um, Camilla, uh, Joel tells Camilla, yep. I don't think it was an accident. Remember, Joel is our dreamy guy who, who likes Camilla. Not really nerdy we know, dreamy. We don't know what his uh, position is exactly. Is he the killer? Is he the killer? But he tells Camilla that I don't think this was an accident. The ghost costume is missing. Um Roger, you know, nothing like this has happened before. The last time anyone was killed was during this play, The Haunting of the Opera, when it was your mom. Do you th- and now Roger decides we're going to do this again, and now someone shows up dead, and the costume's missing? Like, do you think this is connected <laughs> to your mom? And Joel and Camilla look up at the at the groundskeeper, who's just doing his thing over here, raking leaves or whatever. Like, <laughs> groundskeeper, he's... Groundskeeper Willie from The Simpsons. He's just—I just—that's what he looks like. He's a scruffy old man, you know. Yeah, and they're just like looking at him, like, "Oh, was it him?" It's not. Uh, (laughs) 
Buddy and uh, Camilla end up going later, sitting together on the dock on talk the lake, about, at the lake. They talk about, you know, Buddy's like, let's get the fuck out of here. Buddy's like, you shouldn't have gotten involved in this. Yeah. Uh, and oh. she just says, I really think about mom a lot, and I just wanted a chance to be like her. Yeah, meanwhile, I mean, you got to remember this too, Andy. There's a there's a dead person in pieces. So a the, dead person. So everyone's obviously freaking out. So everyone's going to Roger, and he's like, and he's, you know, in his office, he's closing the door, and everyone's like, call the fucking cops. He almost calls the sheriff. He pulls up the phone know, number. But you did notice this? No yeah. cell phones. No one brought up a cell phone. Right. No one brought. Oh, I don't have service here. Another right. funny trope. But there's I, a phone booth in there for the campers, yeah. and there's Artie or Artie's Rogers phone, Rogers and, phone and on even the, the desk. phone that says campers ten minutes. You know, it's like so. Yeah. There's only two phones. Yeah. And he's about to call the sheriffs, but then yeah. he slams the phone down because he knows it's going to blow everything. It's, yeah, I mean, he's it's like, what screw the fuck? His chance. It's going to screw He's his just a fucking director. He'll have to close the camp, and he'll be out on the streets. It's opening night. And he's like, fuck. So, and, and he ends up um, getting a call. The phone rings. It scares the hell out of him. Yep. And it's our boy, Victor Brady, who Roger's been trying to get a hold of for days and days and days. There you go. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And Victor's like, what are you calling me about? And Roger just convinces Victor to come because this we're redoing uh, uh, Haunting of the Opera. And um, Victor's like, yeah, Kylie... Um, Samson would have made that amazing. Swanson. Swanson would have made that amazing. It's too bad she died. Who's your Sophia? And Vic, uh, Roger's like, it's her daughter. It's her daughter. And that convinces Victor. All right, I'll be there. Um, Camilla uh, comes in and says her and Buddy are actually going to move out. But Roger ends up talking her talking her into staying. Let's her know Artie that. Artie wanted you to play Artie's Sophia. Artie's dying. Like, you know, before Artie died. his dying wish. Yeah. You transform on the stage and you get it from your mother. And Roger goes outside to quiet all now, the kids because they want to call their moms and dads yeah, and get the fuck out of there. So he was exactly right. It right on, and yeah. he's spot on. He has to rally the troops. Yeah. Don't call your parents. Yeah. The he show sings a song. must go on. <laughs> he ends Don't up. Don't call your parents. He explains if they call their parents, the show's over. Camp is over. You all go home. And unless you wait one more day, and we do the show as planned. They don't want to do it, but and one of them says, like, isn't it illegal? <laughs> like, sing and dance when someone died. He explain, He sings a song about how musicals can help, and they help you forget about all the bad stuff. And there's a couple of riffs of Jesus Christ Superstar in there. There's It's a, it's a cool song, uh, like a lot of musical songs. But the show must carry on. They, they, yeah, so, and as they're singing and trancing off and marching and singing to the auditorium, to the stage house, whatever, uh... Meatloaf uh, cuts the cord on the phone. So to me, it's kind of like I, I love didn't that notice it, that. Yeah, he oh, goes to the back. That. He goes to the back to where the phone is because yeah. it starts. It's ringing. Yeah, and as it's ringing, he cuts it and stops the ringing. So, so he, no one shows, can call out. No one can call out. Phone lines are dead. Um, but and we get that our, said, opening night is on. Yeah, um, everyone's getting ready, and the killer is stoked as he sings metal. And I did write this. His, his I did write these lyrics. How much he hates it all. Yeah. Uh, so killer night. Uh, opening night. Killer's downstairs, and so he sings metal. <clears throat> Do it. Shut your fucking face! Your musicals are full of shit. Every single day, you people make me sick. You sound so lame, stuck inside your stupid dream. You don't know pain. Now I'm gonna make you scream. <laughs> so, so metal, dude. It is pretty cool. So I mean, so, he's pretty nice much... rendition, by the way. Thank you. I'm gonna isolate that later, and I'm gonna put music behind it, and we'll make a ringtone out of it. Please. Sell it. We'll sell it on slashupodcast.com. <laughs> No, we're doing Make a Slash You the Musical. It's going to yeah. be fucking sick. Good, good. 
So, um, we got to write the lyrics. That's you're right. Uh, everyone's getting ready, including the killer. Roger gets Yeah, it's a over. mashup. Isn't it kind of that one of those mashups you talk about where Kinda. it's like the, the nerdy fucking kids and yeah. the fucking killer are like, singing their songs. I hate this. We love this. I hate it, love. Hate love. Yeah. It's are, opening night. That takes talent. Yeah, it does. Roger tells uh, David, our, our stage manager, uh, you know what? We're all counting on you. Puts a lot of pressure on poor David. Um, everyone's getting ready. David's on his little headset microphone thing, finding trying to find Joel. Is Joel, are you there, are you Joel? Is Joel the killer? Because he can't killer. get hold of Joel. No, because Joel ends up uh, coming in on uh, Camilla and Bethany. Bethany's one of the other campers trying to help Camilla with her voice, get her ready. What was her name again? Bethany. Thank you. I never knew. Take some honey. Uh, Bethany shows, hey, turn on the shower, make it extra steamy in here. <laughs> Bethany does a lot of <laughs> all these vocal exercises. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of that, too. Yeah. Unique, you New York. Unique, yeah. you New York. Remember uh, Anchorman, Ron Burgundy's oh, yeah. warm ups? <laughs> That's just. the back door! <laughs> That's just brilliant Will, Will Ferrell improv. Will Ferrell, it's improv. amazing improv. I read that fucking Step Brothers was pretty much, I mean, they it, they had like 18,000 hours worth of tape yeah. because they would just try different things. And Same like, with Ricky Bobby or whatever, Talladega Nights. Talladega like, Nights, yeah. They would sit there and just try to crack each other up. I mean, you I've, have to believe in Anchorman, Christina Applegate lost her shit. Oh, they have, right I've, next I've to seen him. some yeah. of the stuff where she He's just loses it. <laughs> Will Ferrell and uh, the Kenny Powers shit where he's like selling plums. Yeah. Down to the farmer's market, buy two for one. And they're like fucking Craig John, they're all trying to crack up. He's like, I was making love to her. Hot, sultry at night. Don't open the windows. The boy walks in. She's like, no, Gabriel, let the boy watch. <laughs> like, he he's an improv, improvical, improv Improvisational. Yeah, so, so go ahead. Bethany is helping Camilla, essentially doing that. And Joel is there uh, insisting, there's a killer. This is dangerous. I don't think you should do the show. Um... And Bethany just kicks him out. The seat starts to fill up. Um, David's still trying to get a hold of Joel on the headset. We're kind of rounding up yeah, all our killers. because they're getting the reserves uh, uh, sign on the, yeah, on the Victor Brady like seat. Victor Brady, front yeah. and center, front row. Um, Sam's getting ready, ready, but guess who he runs into? The creepy groundskeeper. Yeah. Is he's a killer? It's like, no. okay. Sam's just like, uh, I need to be here for a quick change, so keep this area clear. You're being super creepy. Yeah, so it's really rad Dumb. because uh, the show, uh, Victor has made it. The show starts. It's going well. Yep. And uh, it's really cool because after the performance, they show like, you know, two, three minutes of the performance with Sam, you know, talking to the geishas and the, 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 the women wearing masks. The first scene or the whatever. The first scene. And as he runs off, his performance, he's excited. And so is David. So I thought it was really cute. Sam smooches David. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a moment before Sam yes. took the stage where David touched his arm and said, you know, do Good well. Luck. Good luck out there. Let me, let me, let me touch your eggplant. This whole movie. Sam's been struggling with his sexuality. Yes, and now, and so when he gives his good performance in that first scene and comes he, off, he's yes. so pumped up. He just smooches. I just David. hate that. So I just hate that he becomes one of our victims because. Yeah. You know, but I think David. It was has a, a budding romance. A budding romance before he meets Sam and David, and it was Sam finally accepting that he is in fact uh, uh, in love with other men. Yes, and and I'm going to embrace who I am because up till now he's been insistent that hey, uh, you know I Artie, like women over here. I like women, Artie. Hey, I'm, do you like I'm look, attracted to women. Yeah, do you yeah. ever like touch a wet vagina? It's yeah, kind of like uh, touch touching a, sandpaper. Touch a boob. It's like uh, like a bag of sand. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a uh, forty year old virgin. But no, Sam um, goes backstage to quick change he up is, in the rafters uh oh is that 
there's oh yeah the musical Liz. continues Liz is setting up a carry up in thing. the catwalk setting uh, up a carry kill a big not bucket, a carry kill a carry prank a big bucket of red paint to sabotage yep. the show so um Sophia is singing her first song and we cut to Sam backstage. sabotage really Camilla I think she's wanting to sabotage Camilla yeah yeah I said Sophia sings her first song that's the character that oh Camilla yeah no I know playing. but yeah. Yeah, but I meant like that. What I was sorry, I was saying that she wants Liz is up there with that paint. Yeah, because she's really disappointed that she didn't get opening. She's just some side character. She's yep. not playing Sophia, so she thinks the this will ruin her and the show. So good right. call. Right, and meanwhile Sam is backstage to quickly change, looking for Whitney, costume costume girl. Whitney, where are you? I gotta change really quick. And he sees the little um head mannequin with all the pins in it. Pinhead. A nod to Hellraiser. Yep, Pinhead. Very nice. And he's like, oh, that thing's creepy. And he looks over in the, the clothes rack, and there's Whitney, dead, with nails I mean, not, all over her not head. Like, yeah, not like 10 or 20. It's like, I would say, 100 nails in yeah. her face, like a nail so gun. So this killer, <laughs> how did they do that? This killer did this so quickly. He must have killed Whitney with a nail gun. Just yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was, brother. You're not going to do like... Seriously, like 100 nails yeah. in her head. Whitney's dead. And Sam is like, holy shit. And that's when our killer jumps in and kills Sam. Yeah, he's like the killer jumps in behind behind uh, Sam and goes, "Nailed it," <laughs> which I loved because yeah, of the and then, voice. And then he's like, and then he, <laughs> and then he stabs uh, Sam, killing him, yeah. gutting him with scissors. And then he's like, "How's that for a quick change?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how's that? And meanwhile, yeah, the the soundtrack is just heavy metal whenever yeah. the killer talks. <laughs> um. Sam get killed. He misses his cue. Uh, Liz, up on the catwalk, they show her quickly getting grabbed. Somebody, yeah. somebody snatches her from behind and pulls her away before she can dump the red paint. So that's what's interesting because um, Sophia, who is being played by Camilla right now, mm -hmm. are singing, singing on stage. Master, you can take me now. And nothing happens. Looks around. Master, you can take me now. Nothing. This is Sam's cue. And, and so David's on. Oh, Sam, Sam, Sam. Sam, Sam Brown's so to the stage. Yes. Take me now. Yep. And nothing happens. So she kind of just walks on stage, and she's kind of like figuring out what's happening. Right. And, you know, Sam is dead. She's like, holy shit. So now Camilla knows something going on. I have a question for you now. Please. The I and This really bugged me, even second watch. We know Liz is grabbed, and we know as... Camilla's makes her way off stage and discovers Sam. I'm assuming the killer pushes Liz back out. He puts a mask on her, so she's kind of weaving. Well, like kind of like a, a dead... She's not dead. What is she just... Tied up. So, But, I mean, come on, dude. I mean, if I, yeah. I, if I was tied up, I still could be like, hey, what up? Yeah. Or if no, I was dead, I'd fall. They put, he put duct tape on her mouth. So she's just stumbling around like yeah. a drunk. Well, we don't know it's Liz, but you're right. It's someone yeah, in it's someone Liz. in the sorry. opera ghost mask gets shoved on the stage. Sorry. And it looks like their hands are bound because they, they look like they don't have their balance. And they're not saying anything. And they're just wobbling around stage. And yeah, first watch, I was like, who the fuck is this? And just wobbling around stage. And I looked because their arms weren't moving. And that's where I was like, oh, this is a person who's like tied up somehow. And I don't know why they're just walking around on the stage going hmm, hmm, exactly hmm. like i mean okay if you're in pain just drop down i mean I like don't I, I don't feel like i would i mean and let's say you're it's it's fight or flight and you're trying to get out you right. wouldn't just stumble uh, you would you would even if you couldn't see you would run off right so i, I this scene kind of the, the ending Loses started to me rhythm. the rhythm great call yeah, yeah. great call because it's a musical and rhythm's a great word loses a little rhythm here yeah it, it lost me a lot like well, even the second watch i was kind of like man this is dumb no one knows what to do yeah the play is totally Totally de derailed. David, the stage manager, says, to, Maestro, 
start playing some music. Just play anything. So they're trying to play, they're trying to match sounds. So the little kid yeah. on a xylophone. Yeah, and he and the matching what's going on with this ghost person yep. on stage, and they end up playing the I don't know the name of that song. I think it's like Hungarian waltz or something. It's a classical music. Piece milkshake. It's been famous forever. Yeah, it's milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys. She's to eating the Bill yard. Murray. That's the rumor. I don't think that's true. Okay, go ahead. Uh, anyway, Camilla exits the stage. She. Everyone is so sweaty too. David, the stage manager, sweaty. The maestro with the orchestra, Nervous. sweaty. And soup, and it must be hot. In it's there. summer camp and <laughs> the camp. Hill, humidity. Yeah. Like probably not AC in there. Not air conditioned. Everyone's so sweaty. Camilla gets backstage and finds Sam's. And Whitney's body's dead. Oh. And um, Beth is also back in her dressing room doing the vocal warm-ups. And the music plays. The person wobbles on stage. We don't know what to do. But we talked about David, right? David jumps out on, but he has stage, stage fright. Stage fright. So, uh, he drink, freezes. Yeah, he, but, and, but he does start kind of dancing. He does start, he knows how important the show is. So he I puts think he, on one of those stereotypical... The, the field hats, like a rice patty. Yeah, rice patty hat. hat. I mean, I mean, I would call it a field hat. Protects you from the sun, more yeah. or less. Yeah, a, a Chinese sombrero. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. No, <laughs> what's wrong with that? It's a giant, wide-brimmed hat. Another good name for a band. We are Chinese, Chinese sombrero. sombrero. So wait, wait, real quick. There's a restaurant in Milwaukee. It's called Asian <laughs> Asian Rican. Ooh. So it's like Asian food in Puerto Rican. So I guess oh. I guess if you say a Chinese sombrero, I guess it's yeah. not. Well, sombreros are more Mexican, I think, aren't they? Well, I'm not saying Puerto Asian Rican, Rican is, yeah. is Asian Rican. There's two yeah. different, but I think it's like probably a married couple that okay. one's Asian, one's Puerto Rican. They're like, hey, let's combine our foods. I would eat a taco with General South's chicken in it, 100%. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a meat. <laughs> anyway. I would eat... <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. God, I had so many jokes in my head, but I think I'm starting to yeah, space out. They're all gone. So, oh, but David is starting. He's on stage. He's dancing. wearing the thing. like, And so he's partying. He's having a good time. He's trying to keep the show alive. Dancing with this person yeah. in the ghost costume. He starts goofing with Liz because, you know, he, he's, he's really trying to. It, he was talking to Camilla. He got her, and she's like, you know, there's a killer in the theater. And he's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's your, your line. line. That's the line that your actor says. I'll take it to stage. Camilla's stage. not having it. So that's when David says, I'm going to take it on my own. He thinks it's Sam. Dressed up as the ghost, yeah, the opera ghost. He thinks that this is Sam. I, I, I don't he's, know because he's like Sam. What are you doing? You know, and he starts dancing with the music going. So we talked about Bethany, right? Yeah, Bethany's doing her vocals uh, with the shower steaming up the room and going. Ha, 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 ha. And uh, the killer shoves her into the shower <laughs> as heavy metal. Uh, the heavy metal version of the classical music. Yeah, what is he? I, I didn't write down what he said when he's like, "Let me help you with some, you know, I'll give you a shower." I don't remember. I didn't write said. it. I didn't write it down. But he always comes up with those quick quips, yeah, like we've seen in a thousand I million. It down. But he's like, "Let me help you warm up a little more. Yeah, I'll warm you up." Yeah. 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 And so, does he burn her to death in hot water? Uh, he drowns her. Yeah. I mean, she's burnt. Her face yeah, is burnt. Yeah, scalded. So, yeah, really bad. And so it's, uh, it's, it's. That's I guess dirt. this is when now we're going after meatloaf. Yeah. Because Camilla, as we're going, Camilla is discovering all the dead bodies. She finds Beth's body. Um, Camilla and, also finds a tin can lid that's been sharpened up like a saw yeah. blade with like finger holes in it. Yeah, that's right. And she's just like that came from the kitchen. 
Yeah, this is kind of getting good. Um, as Meatloaf is a, you know, we think he's going to meet his mind, the d- demise. The killer yeah. sings a soft metal course. I think he, it's like Roger gets jumped and dragged into the kitchen by the killer. Do you remember? Did you write down? He's like, oh, I'm no. going to kill you. He's singing his own song essentially. Yeah, yeah, and so it's a guitar. Then he's about to grab a knife, but then he puts the knife like a capo. He puts it behind the strings, the fretboard. That's the term. I didn't know what it was. I knew you would know. But it's, he puts well, the knife in the, the yeah. neck of the guitar. So it's kind of stretches about so he can play yeah. like some. I guess call it a capo but he so yeah with gloves on he's a great guitarist and here comes Camilla face reveal mask reveal buddy buddy her brother brother's the killer who can also play fucking great guitar yeah why didn't he say okay you can be a theater dude I'll go join a metal band only he had used his talents for good holy shit I got chill bumps he could have been the singer guitar he could have been the next fucking James Hetfield can't stand it fuck he hates me. I can't believe I'm just thinking about this right now on this podcast insane so you have twins you have Camilla and her twin brother buddy oh god and their mother who was a rising star in the musical theater got murdered brutally and one of them Damn it. was like, I love my mom and I want to take after her. I want to be a, a famous singer like her. And you have the other one who's like, I fucking hate musical theater. It killed my mom. I don't want anything to do with it. And I'm going to fucking kill anybody who has anything to do with he it. He could have said, I'm going to take my aggression and take it to my guitar, join a fucking you know death metal Norwegian black metal band, and fucking make millions overseas. Probably would have got some recognition because of his mom and been like, hey, mom, you know, can I, can you introduce me to, you know, Guam Stevenson? You know, doesn't he, doesn't he run that record label like, you know, Punk Burrito Records or something? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's, yeah, but it's this buddy. Is, it's buddy, and he kind of explains what's happening. It's a flashback. Yeah, he says, you know, I wanted to keep you out of it, but but you wouldn't listen. And he is bonkers. Cuckoo. Well, he he's saw it. Sorry to yell. I'm sorry to yell. Yeah, I apologize. He's traumatized. He starts choking Roger, and Buddy says that Roger killed their mother. Yep, he did. Because she was cheating on him. Because Roger and uh, um, Kylie used to be an item. Uh, and that's when we have a flashback. We learned that. In that scene where Roger came in after the performance and said, Lawrence Gibbs uh, was here tonight and he absolutely loved you. It turns out that Kylie, uh, Buddy and Camilla's mom, was cheating on Roger with this Lawrence Gibbs character. Because, as Nick already described, later when the guy in the in the ghost mask comes and feels up Kylie, boobs. she says, oh, Larry, we can't do this. He's going to catch us. Lawrence, Larry, yeah, you, you can't no, do good. this. That's good. And he's going to catch us, and, and it's Roger in the mask. And he says, I've already, caught, I already caught you. And he's the one who stabbed um, Kylie to death. Buddy knew about it, and he witnessed the whole thing and scared Buddy into keeping quiet because he's just a little kid. I know, but that's like, you fucking up. keep quiet. He couldn't even say up. it like 15, five years later, 16. Like, go yeah. to his sister who he trusts and loves. Guess what? Yeah. He killed our mom. He never told Camilla about it because he was scared. Uh, meantime, Roger's been tied up to a chair. He ends up getting loose, and he starts to fight with Buddy. And Buddy gets a pan, uh, a frying pan, and he's hits Roger, and he goes to hit him again, and on the backswing, he accidentally connects with Camilla and knocks her down, and it distracts Buddy long enough that Roger's able to stab him. Multiple times. Violently stab him multiple times. That fucking cock smack. Yeah. Real quick, as Joel's going around, who do they discover in the garage, Andy? Not it's, the garage, uh, in the garbage. Joel, in the garbage? I think that that was Artie's body. I think it was Artie's head, body. Because if you think about it, Artie was killed, right? And I the, think the uh, before. Roger just cleaned it up and threw him in the dumpster. 
You know, he didn't call the police or anything. That's a great fucking. Yeah. That's like cinephile. He shit. didn't. He didn't preserve the crime scene or whatever. He no, just, he didn't call. He didn't. Roger told all the kids it was an accident, so he just cleaned up Artie's body and threw him in the fucking dumpster. And I think Joel found it because Joel's like, "Holy shit!" And the Dude, head, I think it was Artie's head. Students of Slash U, that was a great. I was yeah. so curious about that. That's I even wrote it this was down. Nasty. But um, this and Andy, don't uh, let's not forget. This is when. Uh, David pulls off the mask of Liz, and she's like, she is alive. And so David's like, this is... She's duct taped. Yeah, yeah. he's like, he rips it off, so this is your moment to sing. Why wouldn't David go, why are you tied up and bloody? I guess he... Yeah, who knows? Maybe David is kind of like into it, but David pushes her out, and she can't really sing because I guess she's been stabbed. I don't know. Liz is hurt. singing. And so does David. And David now loves the limelight. He loves the He's limelight. He's over his stage fright. I think it's kind of like a trope. Not a trope, I should say, but kind of like a, a it's supposed to be a humorous effect to that to where it's saying, like, David's stage fright, and now he doesn't care if she's hurt or injured. Yeah. He just cares about the limelight. Yeah. Cinephile And fuck. so the two of them sort of compete to sing the song. There you go. Um, Roger, meanwhile, is chasing Camilla this whole way. He catches up to her. She, they're backstage, and he's got her mouth covered, and he's like, all right, all right, stop, 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 stop. There you go. That's my girl. That's my girl. That's my girl. You're not going to scream, are you? Camilla's like, no. And Roger, in his demented brain, wants the show to go on so he can still make it big. Oh. He Camilla grabs a circular saw because <laughs> they're backstage, yep. and she puts it up to his gut, and he um he's just like, you're not going to do anything with that. You're my girl. You're not going to do anything with that. Just like your mother, your big pain in the ass, and that's when she gets serious and pulls the trigger on the on the circular saw, but nothing happens. Click, click, click. click. And click. She looks and sees that it's not plugged in. There you go. And Joel or um, oh. Roger Roger leans in and looks at laughs. her and laughs right in her face. Dude, <laughs> I really caught that. That's interrupt. I really caught that second watch. I mean, that is yeah. like laughing in your face. Yeah. Exactly. And we look up and Joel, the hero who loves Camilla, is there plugging in the saw. And Camilla hits the trigger and shoves it right in a meatloaf's gut. <laughs> making, <laughs> making meatloaf. Making real meatloaf. And um, he freaks out. You know, of course, jumps back with a circular saw, um, cutting up his guts. <laughs> I lost my place. Uh, plugs it in. Uh, Liz and David are singing on stage. She shoves him off. He, um, David trips on the rope, spills that red paint. On Liz. Oh, it's supposed to be for Camilla. Spills it on Liz. And it spills it on Liz is a lot like uh, Carrie. Carrie, yep. Covered in red paint. And Camilla is looking then at Roger backstage, dead on the floor. Roger's death, by the way. My. Dick there kill. it is. Shot of the week. Shot of the week. Two weeks. Rusty. So as Camilla slowly backs away from Roger's dead body and Liz, covered in red paint, slowly backs off stage, they bump into each other back to back and turn around and Liz sort of falls into Camilla's arms as she's on stage crouching down holding Liz. Camilla looks up, shaken, full of blood, eyes wide in terror. Great. (sighs) You know, and the whole audience erupts in, in applause, which they're like, that's the whole show. So let me break down this play for you, Nick. <laughs> Please do. It was I'm one ready. scene. There was the first scene yep. where the Bukaki players all danced around. Yep. <laughs> Kabuki. And uh, uh, Sam, our ghost, says, oh, runs I'm, up, I'm yeah. the ghost. And he runs off and kisses David. That was scene one. And then a little bit later when Camilla came on and Sam missed his cue and she exited. And then Liz came on all tied up, danced around. There's some classical music that played. David came on and danced with her. You know, they fell off stage. Then Liz came on and started singing. Then David cut in and he started singing. 
Then she kicked David off stage. The paint spilled on Liz. And then Liz fainted into <laughs> into Camilla's arms. It was the whole thing was maybe and 20 see, minutes. Yeah. And the whole audience is like, that was genius. <laughs> 20 minutes, dude. That was brilliant. You're being generous. 30 minutes? No. Tw- no, 20. I'd say like 12. 15. Well, okay, no, 20 is good. I mean, I'm not going to say But yes. Everyone loved I it. I did not put that into a theatrical perspective. That was good, dude. Everyone loved it. So um, but Yeah, because the crowd does go nuts. They thought it was and, great, including Victor Brady. Yeah. Victor Brady's like, boy, that Camilla, covered in blood with her eyes wide in fear, she, she's she's good. But here's my question. So we flash forward to Broadway. Where one she, year later. One year later, flash forward. Well, what about, okay, so eventually, don't they have to discover there's, there's like five bodies backstage? Like there's a lot of people dead. Well, Why wasn't this? Why wasn't that? What happened? Like who, who killed Meatloaf? Oh, wait, we got your fingerprints on this drill? How can you prove that he was going after you? They, none of I that's addressed. Too much murder, I, I watch too much murder crime movie or yeah, shows true too. crime. Yeah. None of that is addressed except in like one one throwaway line because we have another big star here it's one year later it's a red carpet event a broadway revival of the haunting of the opera and who is it but dan levy from Shit's Creek. Creek. Yeah, I and love it. He is a, he's a, a reporter. He's a television reporter. Like, he's interviewing Victor Brady. And yeah. I just thought this was great because he, you know, of course, I mean, his fame for shit, he's a brilliant. Uh, and he says, Victor, after the massacre at the camp a year ago, what did you say to Camilla to prepare for tonight? So that's the one line. They, they, I got her out of jail first. Right, I mean, how yeah. would they prove that Meatloaf was. I mean, I guess they could put up old DNA and maybe. Who the fuck knows? It, well, it, Joel could testify that he was nuts. Yeah, what happened to Joel? Who? Joel the just. Fuck. Knows. Joel right now is like, his last words are like, would you like me to supersize that? Like, he's, no, he's probably smoking crack with Corey Feldman. Yes! <laughs> We call that a callback, ladies and gentlemen. Don't call it a callback. <laughs> I've been here for years. Um, no, that's good, brother. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, yeah, Daniel Levy uh, does make a brief uh, appearance in it. I think this is before Shit's Creek. I mean, he was 2014, still, but yeah, he was still, still like. Still, I was like, holy shit, it's that guy yeah. from the show with the thing. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I. And this is kind of like when I was really towards the end. I'm like, I'm totally not vested in this movie anymore. Right. But Victor. Visits Camilla in her dressing room saying, oh, wait, you know, you're going to be great. We didn't even talk about this. Hmm. Fuck. What did we miss? When she was sitting there in the lights and, you know, right before everyone starts going nuts, it's, someone starts a slow clap. Oh, the slow. Yeah. It's the fucking groundskeeper. The groundskeeper. He thought it was brilliant. Do you think at the very beginning of the movie when she walks on the stage when she's a young girl at 10 years old, right, when many drivers getting killed, mm-hmm. there's a fucking someone there cleaning the stage going, watch yourself. Don't, don't, don't hurt yourself, kid. Or something like that. Like I wonder if I remember that's, that. I wonder if that's the fucking groundskeeper. Yeah, anyway, be. he starts a slow clap. His ground gr- grimy teeth are sitting there. He's proud he's got of a her. Tobacco stain. Yeah, on his front he's teeth. just. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like this yeah. guy who everyone thought he's like the biggest proud. So he's yeah. a huge uh, theater snob. <laughs> yeah. So I guess Victor and Camilla are now together, as she is now a big Broadway star, and he's a big Broadway producer. Like I guess they You're are now lovers. I got no indication that they were lovers. I did. What made you think that? Because he kind of just touches her chin and goes her hair. Like, I think it's kind of... Like, I would go up to Cheryl and just be like, hey, Cheryl, and, like, lovingly touch her chin. I guess not. I also thought, like, we'll celebrate... (laughs) He also said we'll celebrate afterwards. I mean, I guess you're right. I'm getting the idea, because I think Joel would have come up and been like, it break a leg, honey. Because Joel is gone. Smoking crack with Corey Feldman. And... (laughs) So I guess the dressing room. She notices a light bulb out in her flickering on the on, on the the vanity, the dressing vanity mirror. Yeah. I, I mean, she, I guess I can finish it. It's it's out. Yeah. So she cuts off the light to screw it back in, and then you know to make sure it's working, she cuts it back in. She's alone in the dressing room, mm-hmm. but then the killer jumps through the mirror. The Phantom. 
It's a vision of, yeah, our opera ghost breaking through the mirror. No shit, Nick. She suffered immense trauma, so of course she's hallucinating this. Yep, it's hallucinating. Yeah, it's not real. But so, she's obviously needs some therapy. Yes. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, it's just because her so, brother, but, it was her brother, he's dead. Yeah. You know, Roger, her father figure is dead, killed her mother. Brother I mean, that's a dead. lot to process. But she's still killing it on Broadway. It's not real. And yeah. someone, uh, you hear somebody knock and yells, places. And then we roll, roll credits. credits. So, Andy, on a scale of five bukkake masks to ten bukkake masks, yeah. what would you give this? Honestly. Eight. I'm gonna we, give agree, it eight. we agree on these a lot. I'm going to give it eight, and here's why. Uh, I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the heavy metal. I uh, got some pretty good lyrics in the songs. But I'm going to dock it because they kind of dropped that um, partway through the movie. There was no more, like... I don't really, see. I Songs. liked it. I liked it that they dropped it. Yeah, I think it turned start, into like a regular movie. I, I like. I'll give it eight too. But mine are a little <laughs> bit different. I didn't. The musical started was a little too much. Mm-hmm. I liked how they dropped it at the end. But what started losing me was like you said, as you eloquently put, Andy, <laughs> uh, that the the play didn't seem realistic. The show didn't seem realistic. I, I think it would have drawn more concerns more than applause. So okay, that is mine. Why don't we take a quick break and come back with a kill count? Yeah, breaking it, breaking it now. We'll be right back. Okay, that was Stage Fright from 2014. And I am not wearing a shirt anymore. Okay, that's pretty sexy. No, I, 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 I hate lying like that. I'm really going to take it off. Nobody knows. Yeah, well, you, okay. If you're going to say it, you might as well actually make it true. All right, um, so I'm going to take a picture just so everyone shirts knows. off. No, I can vouch. Well, if everyone, you want to. I mean, everyone, put it on the OnlyFans. Every, everyone will think that we're lying. So here you go. <laughs> All right, so um, wonderful movie. Our first musical. First musical. Do you think we'll ever get it? I mean, do you honestly think we'll ever get another one? I would be interested if anyone out there knows of other slasher movies that are also musical. musicals. Not hit horror us up. musical. I mean, this was a slasher. I mean, okay, it was. Yeah. It, I mean, there was blood in there. Yeah, there was a killer who there was, was mad. I mean, killing I, people. Seven. Oh, we haven't done it yet. No. Oh, did you count the kills? You want to do the kill count? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So you have Mini Driver at the beginning of the movie. Kylie Swanson. Swanson? Swanson. Swanson. Samsonite. I was way off. So, uh. (laughs) (laughs) Kylie Swanson, played by Mini Driver. She got stabbed in the throat and the mouth. Uh, Honorable Dick Shot Kill mention. Followed, fast forward into into the future, present day. Artie, our modern day Harvey Weinstein, likes to bang girls to determine if he's gonna put them in his play. Fucking douchebag. Killed. That's Nick's dick shot kill of the week. He lost his toes, then he lost some fingers, and then he got his mouth shoved onto a light bulb, and light turned on and electrocuted. Gross. Uh, Whitney, the costume girl, didn't have much of a part, but she was a Hellraiser lookalike with her head full of nails. Uh, Whitney, you didn't counter, did you? You're looking at me surprised right now. You didn't count Whitney. No, I'll tell you after. She's dead, though. And then Sam. Definitely counter. Sam, the guy who uh, played the opera ghost. Uh, How's that for a quick change? Ah, nailed it. And then um, <laughs> Bethany doing her vocal warm-ups. Uh, he got shoved under the shower, I guess, and scalded to death with hot water. Um, 
Then uh, Buddy, the killer, he was dressed up as the killer. Buddy got uh, knifed to death by Meatloaf, a.k.a. Roger, just stabbed repeatedly. And then Roger himself, the villain of this movie, uh, with the circular saw. Uh, that is my Dick Shot Kill of the Week. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven kills. And that was stage fright. Because sometimes in, uh, if you do research on the films, they'll tell you they'll yeah. like, they'll tell you the kill count. Yeah. I thought for some reason there was eight. I don't know who the eighth one. Well, maybe they were counting somebody, that person in the dumpster, but I swear, I really no, think that, that was it, Artie. It, no, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't I don't do know that, who but, else it could have been. So, I mean, just... Hmm. Oh, shit. Do you have a phone call? No, no. It was weird. It was we're like... just derailing everything. Everything was recording. <laughs> yeah. Someone said there was eight? No, I counted eight because I was watching seven because, of course, the first kill was many. And yep. then the last kill was Roger. Yeah. And then in between, like, Roger, I'm not giving you the finger. So then you have, <laughs> but then, like, as you have uh, Bethany, um, uh, Sam. Mm-hmm. Buddy. Uh, Buddy. Yep. Whitney, the costume Costume girl, Taylor, you know, the tailor, the, the costume maker, mm-hmm. Artie, and Kylie. Yeah. Eight. Uh, there's seven. Oh, no, there's seven. Yeah. You're right, all right. <laughs> hey, Andy, I will say, though, um, I don't think there is going to be a musical like that. I mean, that yeah. could be carte blanche for someone to do it because to make it even like, like let's put fucking a, a, a Victor Crowley there to needs a goddamn to be more. musical. Yeah, there needs to be more slasher, daddy. slasher horror musicals. There, there needs I want daddy now. This is an, an insanely specific subgenre <laughs> slasher horror that doesn't have enough mu- uh, movies in it. Hey. Um, yeah. Hey. Hey, Andy. Hey. Again. Really... <laughs> we are at an hour. Oh, shit. An hour and 20. 20 minutes. All right. So what are we going to do next time? Uh, 1982. It's not rated. So I'm excited to see that. I love Those are the best. But we're going, the back, best. we're going back to our origins. Uh, 1982, one hour, 31 minutes. Basket case. Uh, actually, is stoked to saw Beverly Bonner, who was uh, in Frankenhooker. She mm. played the bartender in Frankenhooker. Uh, so I remember that. She, she is uh, in this one. I have um, a question, though. Go ahead. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? Basket case. Oh, oh Green Day. Green Day. <laughs> Do you have the time to listen to me? Hey, so, you know what? Dookie was a great fucking album. Amazing album. And I know people I are like, fuck Green Day's not pump pump. And I'm like, nah. okay, when I listen, and when that album came out like a 90 fucking yeah. five. Yeah, whenever it was. That right. shit was, Dookie was dope. I still listen yeah. to it now. It's great. You know? Scream at me until my and ears I just, bleed. Yeah. It's like with music. It's like oh, that's not real punk. That's a blah blah blah. It's. Do you like it? Yeah. Is it appealing no. to your ears? And if you say then no, the then don't cares. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> People like. What, I don't know what the name is for food or cinefoodies or cinephiles, but those music fucks that think that. Yeah. They, they, cinephiles, people, foodies, and now music yeah, fucks. Music fucks. Who gives a fuck what you like? I mean, do you? you can, yeah. If my playlists on Spotify are very diverse. If I brought it up, like, hey, Andy, do you like fucking uh, Taylor Swift? Yeah, Nick, I think she's rad. She writes her own music. Rad. Nick, do you like her? No. Great. Yeah. Let's keep talking. Some of her songs are catchy. I don't have yeah. to sit there and go, you're a dick for liking Taylor Swift. <laughs> no. What a fucking horrible yeah, girl. Why would you put if that If you down? make fun of people for liking music, stop listening yeah. to us. You're a dick. Go hide back in a basement somewhere. After we're done here today, I'm going to go on, I'm going to look for that heavy metal version of that Hungarian dance classical 
we'll from this from this movie, and I'm gonna try to find it because I thought it was catchy as shit. Anyway, we're watching Basket Case 1982. Basket Case 1982. Find yeah. it on Tubi. Uh, looks pretty rad. It's not rated. I'm really stoked to get yeah. into the mix. Uh, we'll have a lot to talk about next week as we talk about uh, producing slash you the musical, uh, <laughs> updating our OnlyFans, and really the, bringing you all into the mix. The summary for Basket Case. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> a young stupid shot of fireball. Just a, yeah, this is a uh, teaser for you. A yeah, young man carrying a big basket that contains his extremely deformed, formerly conjoined twin brother seeks vengeance on the doctors who separated them against their will. A lot of layers here. A lot of things to uncover and go through. I'm excited to watch it. Um, sounds like it will be good. We've we've looked at this before as a possible one to do. I don't know why we didn't do it, but hey, I'm happy to do it now. All right, so yeah. with the last two minutes, let's give you two minutes. Please. Cocaine Bear came out. Raccoon Crack Coat Rack Crack. Raccoon is coming out. Raccoon? Raccoon. It's mm. about it. Did we talk about it last week? We didn't. No, two weeks ago. We, of course I, we didn't. No, Crackcoon. Doesn't that sound a little racist? Raccoon? Crack. It's about a raccoon that's on crack. What would make that racist? I don't understand. Well, I thought it sounded kind of weird. Anyway, oh. um, so <laughs> a I'm raccoon that's on crack? I was talking about to Sam, uh, the editor at Macabre, Macabre, Macabre Daily. Yeah. I want to do a, a quick screenplay, like first two pages of Huffington the Horse. It's about a horse that huffs paint. Paint. Oh, sure. Paint thinner. Whatever. What if the horse huffed glue that's made from other horses? Yes! Oh, sorry. Jesus. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You really pegged the needle on that one. No, um, that's brilliant. Yeah, he huffs glue. Huffington the Horse. Huffington the Horse. Um, and like he comes from a really prestigious family. Sure. It's like, this is my horse. Huffington. His parents raced in the Kentucky yes, Derby. And, and he's rich, but then he like yeah, the horse sneaks off. His uncle's a triple crown winner. Horse sneaks off to meet up with other horses and other animals and that love to fucking paint. Huff, huffs glue and paint. Glue. Glue. And like and someone pulls out like a vintage wine. It's vintage glue that's made. This was made from your grandmother. And Huffington feels weird about sniffing it, but he's like, fuck it, I'm addicted to Huffington. He's addi the addiction makes so him do it. So he huffs the glue that's made yeah. out of his fucking grandmother. The, yeah. In Why? fact. Probably get some higher. Let's pull. Let's put slash you musical on the back burner. This and is do this one. all copyrighted. Nobody can take this idea. Yeah. This is ours. Fuck you. Right, do but, you think the crackoon smoked the crack with Corey Feldman? <laughs> Man, I love you, Andy. I love you so much. Uh, hey, this has been a lot of fun this week. This well, is going up as one of our best episodes. I I think we'll be back next week with Corey yeah. Feldman and. Uh, I will say this. Uh, shout out to uh, our buddies at X. How do you find them? Uh, Extreme Horror. Like, how do you find Extreme them? Extreme Horror Replay. They're on Spotify. No, I meant like on oh. Instagram too, though. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm so sorry. I do. We'll say Stabby Stabby Podcast. They're yeah. rad. I'm just like really bad at like fucking shit. So. We are in our own world, and no. we're terrible at shouting out others. I really no, apologize. It is X H R. Extreme, you know, horror replay podcast, but it's mm -hmm. XHR underscore podcast. Go give them some fucking love. Yeah. Of course, of course, macabre, macabre daily. Macabre daily. Tell them that you really love fucking uh, reading Nick shit. And then also make sure uh, we can't forget our homies at um, Stabby Stabby. Yes. Stabby, sta Stabby Stabby are weird. St I think it's uh, Stabby Pod, S-T-A-B-B-Y-P-O-D. Stabby Pod, Stabby Pod on Instagram. We'll give more shout-outs. Yeah. Uh, Leave a review for us. Uh, tell your friends. Leave us five stars. I got one more. Because yeah. uh, they said they were a great fan, and I was really stoked on this because it was kind of like, hey, give oh. a shout-out to James Houston. Oh. James uh, hit us up and said, I was listening to some back episodes, and you mentioned free stickers. Could I get some? And I... 
it went back to our spam it drop. So spam. and then I got oh, it. I was like, shit. So yeah. hey, James, don't worry about it. It's definitely I'm shipping yeah. those out. Next, well, when you hear this, they'll be shipped. So uh, good stuff. Great, everyone. Uh, yeah. Let's let's shut the fuck up. Appreciate it. Well, thanks everybody for listening. This has been one, episode 113. Holy, of Slash holy, I, this is always amazed me. I can't. And believe. the number's gonna continue to go up. Are we going on our third year anniversary? Coming up in September will be year three anniversary. So until then, class dismissed. There you go. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>